you know, I don't want to just be the pizza making guy. I want to I wanna be in the pizza world, but be able to achieve more. What's happening? What's good, though? It's your boy, Idrif. How are you doing today? And welcome, if you're new to the show. This podcast is all about leveling up your pizza game. In today's episode, we talk with Alessio. Alessio is a native-born Italian pizza purist, pizza consultant, and AVPN certified pizzaiolo. In this episode, we talk about his current ventures, including the Atlanta pizza truck, what he's working on today, which is his pizza masterclass. And we talk about, you know, why it's important or why people are even the slightest bit interested in getting an AVPN certification. I mean, at the end of the day, we all make good, pretty good pizza, right? As Danny from Square Pie Guys would say, a couple fuck-ups and you're almost there. But uh, really, what is it about the AVPN certification that is so important? So we go over that and a couple other things. This is a great episode, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And remember to always ask, what's good, Doe? Oh, and just a couple of announcements This may be a long one, so please, if I could just have your attention, it's really important. This is one of three episodes this three-day weekend, y'all. I did this for a number of reasons. Of course, more content, more good stuff for you, the listeners. This is a thank you to everyone who recorded with me. I don't want to hold your episodes for too long. I know the excitement is there and I want to be able to release it out into the world and make sure everything is current. So yeah, we got three episodes this weekend. This was a lot. I may or may not need a break next Friday. I'll let you know. Probably not. I can do it, y'all. But just for the extra words of encouragement, if you haven't done so already, please give that rating on Apple Podcasts because this show really could use it. I want to be able to share this pizza knowledge that I uncover with more folks. And in order to do that, uh, we need those algos <laughs> to push this episode out. Uh, do the same for Instagram. If you haven't followed me there, find me on IG at what's good dough. Share this episode with your pizza pals, your pizza community, anyone who's trying to level up that pizza game. All right. Now, Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And remember to always ask, what's good, Doe? Alessio, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you? Good. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank uh, you for having me. Of course. First question for you. There's no right or wrong answer. What's good, Doe? Good, Doe. Yeah, that's, that's a tough one. Wow. <laughs> I would say a good, Doe. It's the one with the least ingredients on it. Uh, Very simple, Uh, flour, yeast, salt, and water. The more that you put on it, you can, uh, it's like, you know, when you put a sauce on your meat, 
you want to eat your steak without salt, without sauce, you know, it's the same as a, as a pizza dough. You want to taste the dough. You don't want to taste anything uh, different, like uh, eggs, sugar, oil, or butter, or something like that. As pure as it can get. Yeah. And that pretty much stems from kind of what you grew up knowing pizza was. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, coming from Naples, uh, I've been learning and I've been making the Neapolitan pizza, uh, which again, it's very simple. Yeast, salt, flour, and water. Um, then coming to US, you learn a new technique, you learn a new style. Um, and, you know, they add uh, oil, they add butter, uh, they add different spices. Uh, um, because, you know, it fits the market uh, and also where the people here in U.S., you know, in every country, uh, they're used to, to different type of pizza. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, before we, before I ask you about, you know, your, your AVPN certification, I'm just curious to know, what do you think about the different styles that you've tasted since you've been here in the U.S.? And do you have a favorite? So when I first came to U.S., I was a purist. Uh, Neapolitan pizza only, margarita, that's what I'm going to eat. Uh, no pineapple, no meat, uh, no like nothing. <laughs> then I start to experience. Uh, I tried Domino pizza once. Just once. <laughs> Just once. I was, I was <laughs> drunk. And you know, that's my excuse. <laughs> Good excuse for being drunk, yes. Um, I have to say I love Detroit style. I like, I like the crunchiness. I mean, the cheese melting on the side, uh, the dough. I mean, it's, it's, it's yummy. Uh, first time, you know, when you see it, you think it's a, you know, it's a stuffed pizza. It's pretty heavy, but you need to eat the right quantity before, you know, you get a, like overwhelming about the pizza. It's so funny. You, you, you went with Detroit because on the pizza spectrum of all types, I would consider Detroit pizza and Neapolitan pizza on, you know, both ends of the spectrum, right? Complete opposites, but both delicious in my opinion too. So you're a pizza purist. You couldn't have said it any better. That's what I was thinking as you were describing it. And you're AVPN certified. Can you tell me what that means uh, to people and, and how you came about that? Yeah. So in Naples, uh, you know, we're really proud about uh, what we do and uh, especially pizza. In the 1986, 87, something like that, I'm not very sure about the date, but they create an association where uh, it preserves, uh, certified the people that's making the true Neapolitan pizza. Now, to make the true Neapolitan pizza, you need to use the right flour, the right mixer, uh, the right fermentation method, also uh, the technique, the oven, um, they create an um, association where they certify uh, Neapolitan pizzeria all over the world. Uh, and um, I'm part of them. Um, when I was in Naples, uh, I worked in a pizzeria. Then uh, I decided also to join the AVPN. Uh, so when I was when I came to US, uh, my first uh, job was working for a Neapolitan pizzeria and making sure I was working for the right Neapolitan pizzeria. Because sometimes here they will call themselves Neapolitan style, 
but they have nothing to do with uh, with Neapolitan pizza, for instance. Yeah. Uh, I go ahead and, you know, serve five pizzeria around the States. Uh, I did one close to, you know, where you live in uh, San Jose, uh, another one in Indiana. Uh, we are working to do the first one in Connecticut. Um, so it's it's an adventure. I work also for other uh, pizzeria without, uh, you know, actually, actually certified them. Uh, so it's nice to bring something from home and, uh, you know, make it authentic here in the U.S. Definitely. For those people who don't know already, uh, the AVPN certification is a is a it's, it's not something they just hand out. Right. And uh, for a place to be considered that, you know, you're going to have to see if they have the the logo or the, the emblem on their pizzeria. You can search on the AVPN website to see if they're an, a true official uh, practitioner of the process um, as someone who is certified. At, is that correct, by the way? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. As someone who is certified uh, by the AVPN, are you then entitled to help with the certification process of other pizzerias, or is that something you just took on on your own? No, it's uh, you need to be entitled. You cannot just show up one day and say, "Hey, you know, I'm gonna you know make you <laughs> survive." Uh, yeah. No, you need to be entitled. Uh, of course, I got the the school in LA who. You know, of course, they they give the cert, the certification and everything. So I'm an instructor for them. Uh, you know, when I go and a pizzeria wants to join them, uh, I will act as a middleman and also as an in- instructor. And these places in Connecticut, I find it interesting that you know you yourself are essentially you are a consultant, right, and and a teacher and everything. Like why? Why go through the process? Why do you find that the people that you're helping get certification, why do they go through the process of being certified versus kind of what you said earlier about some people, they serve Neapolitan pizza, but they don't have the AVPN uh, badge of honor? So, um, you know, like the customer start to become smart. They can see when somebody is selling them crap or when somebody is selling like, you know, good real deal. And, uh, you know, if you want to make a true Neapolitan pizza and you want your customer to come to your restaurant, you want to make sure that they know that you're selling true Neapolitan pizza. So that goes the certification, uh, the flour that you use, uh, the type of oven and everything. Um, and again, you know, the customers is smart. Maybe outside you say Neapolitan, they come in, they see that... Uh, nothing look like Neapolitan style and you know they just come once and they don't come twice but the certification comes like an insure you know assure the customer that what you're eating uh, it's the closest one that you're gonna eat when you go to Naples Mm, very true okay is there a recertification process uh, in terms of like if let's say the place near me, Pizza Bucolopo or something. Bocalupo. Bocalupo, excuse me, per, per, uh, for, uh, forgive me. Do they get, do they have to be recertified after a certain amount of time? Like, do they get, is there some sort of uh, like uh, uh, checks and balances? So at the moment that I'm aware is not, but 
for example, I was traveling in uh, in Tennessee a couple years ago, and I went to a pizzeria that claimed to be safe, and the pizza, I mean, looks like an regular Italian style. I mean, good pizza, but nothing to do with Winnipeg. Uh, so, you know, I contacted the, the association. I'm like, hey, guys, you know, this guy, of course, he was certified before, but I guess he's losing his trail. And they do certify him again. So at the moment, there is no actually somebody checking at it. But, of course, if you go to a pizzeria and, uh, you know, you always be there and you see that the quality is going down, you know, contacting the, the VPN, it will make uh, a huge help. Yeah, I, that's so. Imp- I think you know it's so important to have that ongoing, I guess, uh, either continuing education or just yeah. some sort of check. Because if you're licensed in the state of California as uh, as almost anything, there's always something like continuing education units or just ensuring that you're upholding the standards. Because it could just be some marketing that you do that. Oh, I'm AVPN certified once, yeah. and then after years you start using cheaper ingredients, non-DO, non-DOC uh, sauce, whatever the case may be, right? No, 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 you're, you're absolutely right. And uh, now, I mean, it's it's growing the market. Uh, and I'm pretty sure, I mean, when I do my co- consulting project, uh, I'm always, uh, you know, try to where, you know, if the, the owner wants to um, fill it up with me, you know, always try to um, put in contact with them. So as my point, I mean, I always try to give them my, my knowledge and always um, contact them. But then, you know, other pizzeria, you never know what's going on. Very true. And I'm, um, I'm glad you keep an eye out for that. Uh, since you, I think it's a perfect time to talk about your consulting and just to set the stage for listeners. Uh, you've been a pizza maker, you know, since you were a teen, right? Working um, in a family baker, uh, bakery, is that right? Uh, well, I was working with my with my uncle. He was running a pizzeria. Uh, my my aunt, she had uh, a gelateria. We, you know, my family come from like a culinary, different type of business. Plus, wherever you go in Italy, you know, you always gotta end up working in a food business. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, I can see that. So you've been working uh, uh, in the culinary industry since you were a teen, and you've had this certification. You've worked in many pizzerias you've opened pizzerias you've gotten the training and you know it makes and you've been to pizza expo and so you've you've seen a lot of what the industry has to offer and so now you're consulting um in addition to running your own food truck i'd love to hear more about the consulting when did you get started and and how so um when i was in italy there was nothing uh, like a consulting uh you know making pizza is a very it's a thing that, uh, you know, somebody needs to teach you, you need to learn and require, uh, you know, long time. Italians were very tough. We don't really give away information. Uh, coming to US, uh, you learn uh, everything, you know, fast, good, like you really open your mind. Like you say, in Pizza Expo, uh, people that really wants to be in this community, YouTube, uh, uh, you learn a lot. I mean, uh, the world of pizza is out there. Um, I went to Dallas, I was in 2013. Um, over there with uh, another pizza chef, we opened the second location of a famous chain. Now they have like 11 of them 
after like nine years. Um, so because of him, I learned the insight of uh, consulting, uh, training, management, uh, uh, all, all the things that I was just a pizza maker. I was just be able to make a pizza. I need to learn how, you know, handle here in US. Um, I start with uh, Pizza Bocca Lupo as my first uh, consulting. Uh, it was kind of like uh, fake until you make it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I know how to make a pizza. Uh, you know, I you know we together we work uh, to make sure that uh, you know the the business was going through. Uh, then after that, I mean, um, I want to learn. I'm a curious guy. I like to to learn everything. Uh, I study some man- management. Uh, uh, you know listen some podcasts, uh, reading books uh, about management, uh, uh, marketing and, and everything. And, and after that, I, I mean, I know pizza and I'm like, okay, let's, let's do it. Yeah. I'm, you know, at, at the end of the day, I, I work with a nonprofit um, and we actually had someone from Stanford reach out to us and offer free consulting. Um, she was a Stanford student, part of a club, who just uh, wanted to consult for nonprofits for free. And, and she found an interest in our nonprofit. Mm-hmm. And I could just tell that, you know, consulting was her thing uh, because she was so driven and so passionate. And she, uh, she just had a lot of knowledge, a lot of experience built up to this day where she's, you know, consulting us as someone who is maybe even 10 years younger than us. And I, and I see the same similar in you is that you have this passion and and drive to help others. And so I think it's really cool um, what you're doing. What is the question or questions that most pizzerias want to know from you? It's always about the dough, how to make the perfect, the beautiful dough. Sometimes they show me picture on Instagram you know, those beautiful pizzas and they say, I want to make this. And sometimes it's difficult because, you know, on Instagram, when you take a, a picture of a pizza, you take a one picture of the best of like, I don't know, 15 pizza that you were making the whole day. And in any pizza that you go, I mean, of course you're going to make a good product, but it's, uh, it's not all, every pizza is going to be, you know, I try to be realistic with them. You know, we're going to make a good, good quality pizza, we're gonna teach people and everything, uh, but don't expect to be, you know, that kind of pizza with always the perfect cross, always this perfect cooking. Um, so that is that, I mean, make a beautiful pizza, beautiful dough. Uh, the second one, I would say, they always look as a competitor. So, so they show me one competitor and say, hey, I want to become like them. Uh, and I would say that's a good idea, but you know, we we'll, we always try to twist it a little bit to make a little bit more original. Uh, competitor works, but you always try to you wanna be you know original on your own way. Otherwise, you know, people they always gonna go to the other guy. Um, I would say those two. I mean, they always uh, dog and competitors. Yeah, that makes sense. People see that you have skills in dough making and and they go to you uh for that a lot and 
And it makes sense that that's the foundation of, you know, the food in the business. Do people ask you a lot about the business side of things? I mean, you have your MBA, you have uh, experience working in pizzerias. What are, what are some of the questions they ask you on the, on the managerial side of things? Most of the time it's more about uh, the, the food related. Uh, sometimes I give like, you know, some tips and skill about, uh, you know, the, the management, how to run it, uh, the marketing and everything, but every market is different. Uh, and, you know, I open a place in the Bahamas, I open one in, Detroit, one in uh, Portland, uh, Indiana, Connecticut, uh, Texas, there are all different, uh, um, you know, type of people living there. And, uh, you know, sometimes you try to, you learn from another uh, city and uh, you try to give tips. I always give my 100% on the food and let them decide about either marketing and management uh, because, I mean, they know how to run their own business. Uh, I don't want to step forward. Of course, you know, I will give my, my idea on it. Um, but I... I know they're they're lacking from the pizza, and that's where I jump on it. Okay, speak on what you know you're an expert on, and that's perfect. You know that's how that's where you shine and double down on that. Um, I I you were talking about the Bahamas. I think it's so amazing that you get to travel to different places and and work and talk pizza. Uh, I think consulting is such a great business to be in, especially for pizza. Yeah. For anyone looking to get into consulting, what do you think someone should do uh, to be a pizza consultant? Work and learn from a different people. Uh, even if you're just going to go to a place and be a dishwasher and you never touch the pizza on that place or, you know, work in another uh, type of restaurant. Uh, sometimes like in, I work for uh, McDonald's and uh, Papa John's because I want to learn uh, the franchising things of how they run, uh, you know, a massive operation. Just because, you know, we say the McDonald's is no good, I mean, they make money. So I want to learn the the management tips. Be curious. Always learn, always, uh, you know, looking online uh, on uh, uh, videos, uh, podcasts, reading books. uh, um, I would say that you, you need to learn as much that you can about this and uh, promote yourself, of course, be on the field, uh, be creative, invented. Um, for example, like uh, with my food truck, um, I want to do a pizza food truck, but I don't want to do the regular pizza food truck. So I bought a, a really unique Italian truck and that's how I'm doing my food truck because I. Uh, you know, by the end of the day, I want to be unique. I want to be different. And that's what, you know, most of the people, they contact me and everything. They see that it's not just a regular pizza guy. It's a little bit out of that. Yeah. I love your food truck. Uh, I think it's, it, it's extremely that as you described it unique. Um, I've, I've only seen a couple of those before and not too many in the U S um, but what's cool about it is, is it, it sticks to your uh, your heritage, right? It's it's a it's an Italian truck. Yeah, tell me about that. So uh, I started that in uh, 2017. Uh, I have an idea. I'm like, I I see the truck in Italy. I was like, I want to bring it here. 
I started to call company that, you know, were shipping uh, and it was just trouble after trouble. Um, I mean, this is too old. I don't know what it is. I, you know, they never import anything like that. So every company was like, I cannot help you. Then finally I find somebody that was like, you know what? I, I know I can help you. Um, we, we import it. Um, I mean, I have a custom build in Italy. It got shipped. Uh, it came here. Um, again, when it arrives, uh, it was kind of mess because I mean, it's a three wheel, uh, I need to have a trailer. I bought a one trailer in breakdown on the first day. Uh, I went to buy another one on the same day, <laughs> a little bit bigger because I didn't know, you know, what to expect. Uh, then I need to fix the, the second trailer, uh, put a, like a heavy lift gate, uh, a winch. Uh, it was a mess, but, uh, you know, it came out to be the best investment of my life. Wow. I love that. I mean, you persisted. Are you the first to bring it here? Uh, that kind of truck, yes. Uh, there is a there is a one more in uh, in Florida. Uh, we we bring at the same time. Uh, what I'm noticed about you know the competitors, uh, they don't use like I do. I'm on the street. Uh, you know, I start in March. And I'm just stopping now those two weeks because it's very cold outside and nobody really do anything. But I have, I'm on my truck, I mean, 24 seven. Um, most of the people, they use those kind of truck as a Prosecco van. Um, and uh, Prosecco, and there is a one do gelato in uh, upstate New York. Uh, with the pizza oven, it's a little bit more tricky because, I mean, you have uh, like, a thousand pound uh, <laughs> on top of that. Let's put it this way. You're not, you're not trailing a rock box. <laughs> yeah. So I, to be honest, if I want to, you know, think about it, I'm like, now I would like to put a rock box on it, but I mean, it makes more sense to have a, like a brick oven on it. <laughs> Well, it, it doubles down on that uniqueness. I mean, it's yeah. an, you know, I don't, I've never seen your wood-fired oven, but this thing does wood and gas. It yeah. looks beautiful. And, you know, it it shows off. It fits the aesthetic or the um, the ambiance of, of what you're presenting. It's, I am this, you know, person from Naples. This is an Italian truck. And, and this is a wood-fired oven. And I'm doing legitimate. I'm AVPN certified. I'm doing legitimate pizza. Where else can you get this? Yeah, some people, I mean, when I started business in March, you know, we start uh, right on the pandemic. Uh, the consulting was going down. Uh, there was no show doing. Uh, I was like, okay, now I I really need to do this. And uh, people start to booking us just because of the truck. Uh, I mean, in town, I was not making pizza. I did some consulting, but, you know, the average customer, they don't know me. But, you know, once they start, the first neighborhood pop-ups, then people start to recognize me. Some people even book me for weddings without uh, even trying me before. There was this lady uh, that she booked me uh, for October. She booked me May and she just tried a frozen pizza from me. 
So something completely different that will, but she, she booked us because she wants to have that truck. Wow, that's and great. Of course, you know, she read the story online and everything. So also have a, like a social presence that really help, you know, answer your question about consulting, um, you know, social presence, uh, make sure, you know, when you do consulting, you don't just do, you know, your job, like, you know, nine to five, you want to extension of this. So you want to be friends with, uh, with the owner, with, uh, um, the equipment, uh, people with, uh, you know, the supplier and everything to create a network. So that's, uh, also, you know, to answer your question about the consulting. Okay. Thank you for tying that back up. How did, how did that person who booked you for their wedding, how did they get a hold of a frozen pizza? Hey guys, Idriff here. Just wanted to take a quick break in case you missed the important announcement earlier and that this week we are doing three episodes for this three-day weekend. I want to make sure that I get all of these podcast episodes out so that things remain current, so that guests aren't so, I guess, I just don't want them waiting, right? Because it's the least we could do for them giving us our time and, and sharing that information. So I hope you all enjoy it. Uh, this was a lot. So I really hope that you all can please leave a rating on Apple Podcasts if you haven't done so already, even if that is not your preferred listening platform, because I would love it if this show reached a broader audience and Apple Podcasts ratings tend to do that. Also, um, I'm going to have more of these announcements in the middle uh, moving forward because I would love it if I could engage you all just a bit further with some questions that I need answered. So thank you for your support. Thanks for your patience. Now, let's get back to the show. How did they get a hold of a frozen pizza? Uh, at that time, I was experimenting, uh, you know, different stuff. Um, and I was experimenting with a frozen pie. Um, I see, you know, also other people doing that. So I was experimenting. I'm like, okay, you know, what I can give you is a frozen pizza. I made a margarita. Uh, it's a business that I'm not hundred percent happy with because I mean, it's not really something that, you know, it's on me. Uh, it's, it, it could be lucrative, but again, I, it's not something that I want to be associated with. So I did a couple of pizza, we did a couple of experiments, I sold a couple, but then I was like, you know what, this is not, this is not who I am. Being self-aware uh, is extremely valuable because at the end of the day, if, if it's not who you are, you're not going to want to pursue it or give it your all. Yeah. Um, I, on the other hand, actually, fun fact, grew up on frozen food uh, because my parents, they were always working. My, my dad would work the graveyard shift. My mom would work the day shift. And so whenever my mom cooked, she would make food for the week. <laughs> and, and if we got tired of eating the same food for three days, it was me and my brother's job to eat microwavable food. And while that may not seem like the best option, it wasn't, I was very obese growing up, but that's actually, you know, kind of what I grew up on. And so I'm now experimenting on frozen pizza because it is me and I want to see how I can make it better. And, and since you have dabbled in it a little bit, and even though it wasn't your passion, would you mind sharing with me in yep. your experience what worked and what didn't? 
So on the frozen pizza, um, the first couple experiment, I was like, okay, this tastes good. I mean, uh, I made a recipe that uh, you were making a wood fire oven, then you will blast freezer and uh, reheat it in your regular oven and the pizza come out good. So in terms of flavor, uh, I was there. Um, I was not quite uh, happy because I mean, with a with a truck, I want to do something like that. People can you know come to the truck, enjoy it, and get a hat. And that's why I was like, okay, you know, I really want to focus on that first. And again, I mean, the 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 pizza, the frozen pizza, maybe later, not now. I don't wanna kind of like grow uh, as a like the frozen pizza guy. I want to grow as a you know the the the, pizza, the cool pizza guy truck. Um, and I mean, to make the pizza, the frozen pizza, I use the same ingredient. I mean, like I say, I, um, I just make the pizza, blast freeze and, um, and reheat my oven. Uh, it came out good. I was pretty happy. You're using a different, uh, when you say blast freezer, you're not using your traditional, uh, freezer next to your refrigerator. So what I did, uh, when we make the pizza, we use, uh, uh, the same blast freezer they use in the gelato, uh, equipment. So when you make the gelato, you need to put in a blast freeze uh, to bring down the temperature. And that's what we did. Uh, and then after that, uh, I put in my regular, uh, home freezer. Okay. Perfect. I'm, I just wanted to clarify that for anyone listening it, uh, by using a blast freezer, it actually chills the frozen, uh, food quicker so that the water, uh, doesn't turn into ice, uh, that is thus imparting a specific flavor on your food. And it is also less prone to, uh, uh, freezer, freezer burn. Um, and so that's kind of what I've been researching. Very cool. Thank you for sharing that. And I, I totally 100% get it, you know, um, Ultimately, your time and your drive is is uh, is determined by what you're passionate about, your purpose, and and your purpose is uh, is this food truck, right? Yeah. And so you've been open since March, um, and I, since it's winter in um, Atlanta, are you are you still doing? You know, what are you doing now? So um, we work as from March until uh, was December. We we work on uh, New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we just stopped uh, two weeks now in January. Now my next event is going to be the 22nd. So let's say, I mean, this is my first year, uh, the first three weeks of January. Some people will call in us, but, uh, it was too cold outside. There was no, like, you know, I would say like enough revenue and stuff like that. So I was like, let's, uh, you know, chilled out and, you know, let's move uh, again uh, the end of January, February, March. I'm also working in uh, two other projects. Uh, I'm doing, uh, I don't want to say it's a secret project, but I don't want to say it yet. Uh, I will uh, come out uh, like next month with that. I'm, you know, working, uh, working very hard those two weeks. Uh, it's going to be, I feel like people are going to like it. Uh, it's total, it's a two different, uh, brand, two different industries still on the pizza. Uh, it serves two different type of people. They're looking to get in the pizza business. So I'm pretty sure, uh, somebody out there is going to appreciate it. Can you give us just another hint? Anything that may not be very obvious? 
uh, <laughs> it's hard with pizza because you just say like one thing and uh, I mean it's with pizza. Okay, fair something, enough. Something to do with pizza, yeah. <laughs> I had to ask if I don't ask, you know. Um, what is uh, what is that on your Instagram? Is that is that does that have anything to do with it? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one in my Instagram, yes, it is. Yeah. Okay. What is that called? Uh, Laco food. Laco food. Okay. Yeah. Well, more more to come for that. I'd I'd love to see how that goes. Um, so it's good that you have some time off to work on other projects. Um, and I, I, I see that you have a lot of projects. I also see that you have, um, legalized marinara. Is that, is that you? That's uh, something. Well, I mean, I, I mean, legalized marinara is out there. Uh, I don't call, you know, who invented and created, I guess it's like an old joke, maybe like 1970. I don't know. I don't know who came out the first time. Um, I would say that legalized marinara where uh, you have uh, the red, that font, that's me. That's, I will call that, that's my legalized marinara. Yeah. I like it. I like, I like the look. <laughs> yeah. That's something that I start last year. I never really go through it. Uh, something missing. I know that there's a lot of potential to do it. Um, again, I, I love making pizza. Uh, you know, it, it come back to the same stuff. I don't want to be the guy that sells t-shirt. I want to be the guy that making pizza. And again, that's something like fighting uh, with me, uh, that I want to make pizza. I don't want to sell t-shirt, but maybe eventually if I have a little bit more time, I will also <laughs> sell in t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's fair. I'm I'm starting to realize that that's a uh, becoming a huge theme of this podcast. At the end of the day, we only have so much time in this world, right? We all have to fit. And this may be, sound a little morbid, but we're all going to die. Or we all have very limited time, limited resources. And so, at the end of the day, we have to really focus on you know the one. And if not the one, the two or three things we're really going to be great at. And for you, it seems like you've prioritized making pizza over being a great t-shirt salesman. But now I hear that you are going to come out with uh, a new venture. And, yep. and maybe it's appropriate because you do have downtime in your food truck business, but wouldn't your time, and I'm, I'm asking genuinely, yeah. would, would your time be better served figuring out how to double down even harder on your, on your food truck? On the, on the food truck, you know, when we started, it was, um, we did everything, uh, neighbor pop-ups, event, uh, weddings, uh, uh, park on the middle of the street. I mean, I just want to people to, to know me. So I was doing, and you know, any capital event. Then uh, it's me and my wife business. We decided to do something more uh, uh, private, like a private party, wedding, uh, and uh, um, a brewery. So that is going to give us a little bit more time to focus on something else. And that's why I was I was like, okay, let's uh, you know create another stream of income where, uh, you know, we still doing a pizza truck. I'm not always here making a pizza truck. I can do something else. Um, the pizza truck, it can be like unique things that if somebody really wants that, I mean, they need to, 
uh, you know, get it. Um, yeah, that, I don't know if I answered your question. I mean, that's that basically was my my point of why I created those other two ventures. I um, I want to do the track, but I want to be able to do something else. So like you say, I mean, we are limited here, and I feel the same. Uh, I feel like you know I don't want to just be the pizza making guy. I wanna I wanna be in the pizza world, but be able to achieve more and do more, and really focus on each things what I'm doing. And then when I see they start going and then move to the next one. Got it. And I think that's worked in your favor. I see a lot of pe- like, for example, my wife, she has, and this may sound bad, but she has never stayed at one job more than one year. And she, and by doing so, and I've noticed it in one of my close friends too, he does sales. And what's happened is that he, uh, my wife and one of my close friends has really progressed in their profession. Like they're becoming subject matter experts. And I, I also, I see that in you because you are taking on a venture, learning from it, and then capital, and then like, and just capitalizing on it, using that knowledge and leveraging it for the next project. Am I summarizing that? No, that's, I mean, like you said, like your wife, I think, uh, I, that's what I was doing. I mean, I was jumping from job to job, learning different stuff. I work as a making like gelato, uh, coffee, pasta. Uh, I focus more on pizza. That's where I really like it. I feel pizza, you know, was my passion, but I also want to learn the marketing aspect on it. I want to learn the management uh, stuff on it. Uh, just because, you know, you work in a place for like three days, for example, I feel like as a longer, you need to learn uh, where you're going over there. You know, when I work at McDonald's, it was like a month. And I just want to learn uh, why everything was moving so perfectly. All right. I learned that. Thank you, guys. You know, great hamburger. I <laughs> see you in the next one. Uh, you know, some people, you know, they, they need time to figure out where, where it is. And as long as you have a, um, a vision, it's all just five. I love that. Um, I'm still impressed that you worked at McDonald's just to figure it out. I keep uh, a secret. You are the first one to know that. <laughs> now, now people are going to know. But yeah, <laughs> in reality, it's it's something you should definitely be more proud of because at the end of the day, it's what your intent was. It, your intent was to learn. And there's a quote that keeps popping up in my head. Ralph Waldo Emerson says, um, everyone, every person is a superior to me and in that I can learn from them. And so you, you basically saw that McDonald's, even though like they have this negative stigma about their food, how it's garbage, um, you still were able to take something and learn from them. And that's very, very important. Yeah. I need that for my consulting because when you do consulting, uh, you have a limited time to teach as much knowledge that you can to people that most of the time they they just go there for the money, meaning like, you know, like an employee, sometimes, you know, an employee just working because they want to do a paycheck. Uh, so you got to teach to those people, which not like the owner really wants to, you know, uh, pay for it. And what it does McDonald's, it really put a, um, a, a market, no, a marketing, like um, everything in place. Um, for example, you know, like I learn how to every recipe, everything that I do needs to be uh, video, picture, 
you know, PDF with explanation and everything. Uh, something that I learned, you know, when I went to McDonald's, they gave me this huge, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, it was not like, I mean, it was a PDF, but, you know, it was a lot of stuff read through, you know, manual of everything where they, ex- where they explain you what's, you know, what's his work in a McDonald's. And I'm like, okay, I got to do that when I do my consulting. What's it's do a consulting. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's the systems. It's the experience system, that you get yes. system yeah. from all these places. Yes. And you know, you should be able to grab that from anything in your life, whether you're in a job that you hate or that you love, you know, you should always find what can I learn from this to apply to my greater vision, as you were saying. And, and so that leads me to asking you, what is, what is your vision? Um, what do you want to accomplish in, in, uh, in either a short-term goal or a long-term goal? Uh, I, like I say, I love pizza and I wish I can do a little bit more for pizza with pizza. Um, I see that, I mean, pizza is getting better. Uh, I mean, when I come to us uh, until now, there is new pizzeria making, you know, um, popping up a uh, new pizza chef. I wish it will be more, uh, a TV show about pizzas. Uh, I see, you know, there's a full show about food, but not so much about pizza. No, you know, sometimes they, you know, there's one or two, but there is no, like, for example, like a cake show or, uh, like stuff like that. Um, and you know, if I can be a part of that, that will be amazing. Try to bring awareness. Uh, also, eventually, you know, have fun in the in the world of pizza. Every time, you know, when I do consulting, I try to have as much fun that I can with uh, you know coworker and uh, um, the people that I that I met and everything. Uh, yeah. Beautifully said. I want to, you know, I think we got pretty deep there and, and really serious about some, you know, vision, mindset, and all of that stuff. And I'm, I'm, uh, I want to thank you for engaging me there. I want to take it uh, back to something light uh, and what you said earlier. Um, you're a purist when it comes to your pizza. Why do you hate pineapple on pizza so much? I never really try it. I would say it's it's a joke because everybody say it. I never really try it. I don't feel like I want to try it. Uh, I may know I may like it. Uh, like, you know, like, for example, when I come to the States and I was like, this is Neapolitan, we'll never try any other pizza. Then I try Detroit and I, and I like it. Uh, maybe it's going to happen the same with pineapple. For me, at least, I like to try at least one thing at least once. My um, my mentality on things, and I, sorry for putting words in your mouth that you hate pineapple on pizza. Uh, I just saw that on your Instagram post. You had something about pineapple does not belong on pizza, or actually, you had this um this uh meme where it's like pineapple and pizza fusing together and it equals shit and I was just like, bro, <laughs> like why? Um, but I honestly think. Uh, if there's one pineapple pizza you have to try, maybe do like pepper. Do you, do, you don't even like pepperoni though, huh? Pineapple and jalap- and peppers. I love pepperoni. Oh, you uh, do? I've been using, uh, it, it's a brand called Itzo Pepperoni. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I saw, I saw so, that. You see, like, you know, sometimes uh, be, maybe, you know, the pepperoni that, uh, that we used to eat, they're shit. Nobody likes 
But then when you try the real deal, then it's like, okay, this is pepperoni. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I saw I saw another one of your posts where like pepperoni, no, salami, yes. Okay, so <laughs> so I like p- pineapple and pepperoni or pineapple and bell peppers. So a little bit of sweet and heat. Those are like, or pineapple and jalapeno. Those are like my uh, my combinations right there. No, I, another project, you know, after uh, maybe like 2022 or, you know, whatever, I want to take a, a big road trip and be able to try First of all, I want to travel around the States. I mean, I never, I, I touch a few States. I didn't touch all of them. Uh, but doing that, I want to try the best pizzeria in each state, each city where I go. So that's going to be on my bucket list. And I will, uh, you know, give a, give one to you and try the pineapple pizza then. <laughs> there you go. Tag me, bro. Yeah, yeah. You and me both, man. Once this pandemic is over, my wife is getting her vaccine shot this year. Uh, in a couple of weeks, sorry, this week. Oh, wow. and if I, she, she's a healthcare worker and if things go well in June, uh, we will be traveling. We will be, uh, traveling as much as we can to try this, to do this, what you intend to do. And that is go and try all the pizzerias, uh, out there, uh, because, you know, I have to, I want to be able to experience what it is I'm missing out on. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's, uh, and for example, like when I met my wife, she was a Papa John's lover. Uh, she tried my pizza and then she discovered a new type of world with like Neapolitan pizza and good pizza, uh, in a point where, you know, when we go out uh, and, you know, try pizza or something else, she's there judging about the cross, the cooking on the bottom, or even me when I'm making a pizza and sometimes I'm born a pizza. Uh, she's like, oh, Alessio, but you burn the pizza. Like, you know, what are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wow, stop, police. <laughs> <laughs> you turned her into a pizza snob. It's cool. <laughs> when when it comes down to pizza, I know you love Neapolitan. I know it seems that you like margarita, love margarita maybe even. Do you have any other favorite pizza combinations that you may like to um, eat more th- more often? So I experiment, uh, you know, do consulting, like for example, in the Bahamas or Indiana, Connecticut, like different stuff. Every city, every region have, uh, um, you know, something unique. Uh, for example, when I went to Indiana, we did a pizza with uh, pistachio paste and uh, Mike Satani and sausage. That was good. I never tried that before. Um, for uh, my wife in, in Connecticut, because of my wife, I made a pizza with uh, avocado sauce, uh, um, grilled chicken, roasted tomato, uh, and avocado sauce, not like a guacamole. She make an avocado sauce with uh, onions, bell peppers, uh, cilantro, uh, something unique uh, that, I mean, when I... When we tasted with the people over there, they were like, oh, wow, this is, you know, we never try anything like that. This is amazing. Uh, in the Bahamas, I try a different combination of pizza that I don't even remember, but they were good. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I, I mean, I'm starting to like a pizza more, but, you know, if me and you, we got to go to a pizza place, Margarita. Okay, fair enough. Margarita yeah. all day, every day. Um, 
the both of the pizzas you were describing, avocado sauce, that was it thick or thin, the sauce? It was it was uh, middle. I mean, not really thick, not really thin. Uh, it's as a base. Uh-huh. Uh, so we do like kind of like a guacamole. So very you know very straight. I mean very saucy and everything with more uh, with different ingredients than a guacamole. It's a sauce that she's from Venezuela and it's called uh, I don't remember now. Uh, <laughs> But it's a Venezuelan sauce, which, you know, we try on pizza. Remind remind and, us of the ingredients again. Uh, it was um, onions, uh, bell peppers, cilantro, uh, put lime, vinegar. Uh, I will... I will let you know which one it is. I don't remember at the moment. No worries. It's okay. It, it sounds great. Uh, you know, and I love those unique pizzas. I, I just, I love flavor, right? At the end of the day. And if, and if your dough is good and, and in addition to your dough being good, you have amazing flavor on it. It's for me, that's a pizza to remember. And if it speaks on your heritage. So that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. And also, I mean, some people, when they ask me, for example, the certification, you can still be uh, VPN certified even if you put like avocado on the pizza because as long as your uh, dough, your equipment and everything that you do is you is, is Neapolitan, it's your base, then the topping, uh, uh, you, you, I mean, of course you need to have in your Romano like the, the, like the DOP margarita, but then on top, on top of that, you can be creative. Makes sense, makes sense. Alessio, we're very close to time here. I want to ask you one uh, more question before we end. Um, and that is, what is one mistake that people can avoid in the pizza business? Oh, yeah. Okay. So when, when I do consulting, I mean, I always give them the top quality of the ingredient, which are pricey. And uh, sometimes I, you know, find out or, you know, people, uh, not just them, uh, also the people, they're cheating on these uh, ingredients and then buy like, you know, the cheapest one. Uh, so I would say never cheat on your ingredients. Uh, you know, people will see the difference. When you start with a good product, uh, never, uh, you know, just because, you know, you're doing well and people, you don't think that people will notice, they will do notice. Um, never cheat on your ingredient. So always, you know, keep the high quality and keep it that way. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you for answering that. Is there anything you want to plug before we go? Anything you want to promote? Uh, if you want to follow me on the Atlanta pizza truck, uh, if you are in the Atlanta area and uh, wants to party with us and, uh, you know, watch me making a Neapolitan pizza in a wood fire oven, uh, follow me on the Atlanta Pizza Truck and also my personal uh, Instagram is Alessio Acco. And uh, really thank you to having me here today. I seriously enjoy it. Uh, that was a good question. Uh, uh, you're an incredible host. Um, I, I wish you the, the best, seriously. I Thank you. Uh, that's so heartwarming. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining me this morning. I know you're busy on a Saturday, so I appreciate you making the time. It was a great conversation on my end. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your day. Ciao. Bye. Alessio, thank you so much for being on the show. It was great talking 
learning from you. Oh my goodness, you had a lot to offer. So thank you, thank you, thank you. To you, the listener. Oh my goodness, what'd you think, right? I thought it was pretty great. And if you did too, please remember to thank Alessio yourself by giving him a follow and letting him know what's good though. All of his links are in the show notes below. And please remember to share this episode on your story, on your Facebook, anywhere you know pizza lovers are. Till next time, and by next time, I mean tomorrow. Peace!